Aloha. You are listening to Inside the Desert Oasis Room, episode number 168. This episode is sponsored by Tandawai Rum, the world's largest rum producer and winner of over 170 international medals in the past four decades. Check out their webpage at TandawaiUSA.com or follow them on Facebook or Instagram at TandawaiUSA. On this installment of the COVID Chronicles, we chat with surf music impresarios, The Volcanics. Frankie, Ben, and Jared join us to discuss the process of writing and recording their newly released EP, Freak Out. We also chat about how the virus and its resulting quarantine has affected their shows and what it's like to release and promote a new EP during a worldwide pandemic. As always, I hope you enjoy this episode as much as we did bringing it to you. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider helping us with your support during this challenging time. Stop by DesertOasisRoom.com to check out our merch or leave us a tip. Any purchase or donation, no matter the size, is totally appreciated and helps keep this show on the air. Alrighty, grab a cocktail and join us inside the Desert Oasis Room. And join my friends Frankie, Ben, and Jared. Give it up for the Volcanics. Frankie. I'm Jared. And I'm Ben. And we're the Volcanics. And you're listening to Inside the Desert Oasis Room Podcast.
enter your access code or PIN followed by the pound sign. You will now enter the conference. Adrian. Has joined. Hello. 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 Has joined. Hello. Hey, what's up? Hey. You got Ben. Aloha, Ben. How are you? Oh, good, man. How about yourself? I'm good, thanks. Hey, man. Frankie? Has joined. <laughs> hey. Hey, how's it going? It's going good. How are you? Good. Who's on? So it's me and Ben so far, and you. I think we're just waiting on Jared. Okay. So how are you guys doing on this Aloha Friday? Okay. Um, speaking of beer, nice. um, <laughs> about it. <laughs> I just, I'm on spring break, so. I just had a bowl of spicy tonkatsu ramen, and my lips are a little bit numb right now. So, And it gives me the sniffles, so I've got a Kleenex here with me. Or I should say tissue since Kleenex isn't a sponsor on the program. <laughs> yeah. Has yeah. joined. Hey, hey. Hello. Hello. Hi, Jared. Hey. Welcome to the call. Thanks, man. Thanks for having us. Yeah. So we're all here now. How's everybody doing? Uh, better now that it's after five o'clock. How's the quarantine affecting everybody? Um. It's uh, it's interesting. I think I, well, I'll, I'll speak first, but I'm in a weird place. So my my job is always I always work from home uh, okay. for my day job. So um, I'm in that category of of folks who um, uh, I'm I'm realizing that my normal life is basically like quarantine all the time, maybe. Right. Uh, and so not much has changed aside from. Um, uh, the the music side of things. Uh, I think the first uh, few months of the year, I was like pretty much on the road every week, and then all of a sudden, it all stopped. Um, but I know my bandmates, you know, Frankie, Jared, you guys are, you know, this is you guys are both teachers, so this is like a <laughs> way different for you guys. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, this is Frankie here. I, I had to adjust to the online teaching and in the span of a day. So that was wow. pretty interesting. Um, but you know, we're handling it and it's, uh, we're making it happen. So how are you guys yeah, doing that? A lot of tiger, tiger King. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to get sucked into that. My son got sucked into it and he told me that it's a total train wreck and freak show kind of thing. But you know, I've got a cue. Kardashians on meth. Yeah. I've got a queue a mile long that I've got to get through first, but I'll probably never get to it, to be honest with you. But I've been hearing a lot of crazy stuff about it. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a train wreck for sure. It just just trying to get through. Um, yeah. Uh, watching a lot of movies, taking a lot of walks. You know, we got Shutter, which is pretty cool. We saw a creep show. Uh, okay. Uh, that that was pretty fun. The but, old one from yeah, the '80s. Just, uh, no, there's a new series out on Shudder. So uh, oh. you guys from The Walking Dead and Stephen King, they collaborated. So that was pretty fun. Oh, I'm going to have to check so, that actually, out. Yeah, that, that sounds good. Stay busy. 
Yeah, that sounds good. Now, are you guys doing web conferences or something with your students, or you haven't started up yet, right? Yeah, well, for for me, this is Jared. Um, I do very little teaching compared to Frankie. Um, I teach uh, production courses at a music college, okay, and it's a private school. And so we were able to kind of like take our time and move everything online because we were at the end of one term and, and just about to start an, another one. <clears throat> so moving online was pretty, pretty easy for us, honestly. Um, the, the hard part is <clears throat> having all the technology to do the production stuff. Right. You know, with your students over right. the internet. That's right. Like not really very easy. But um, I, I can't even imagine what Frankie has to go through teaching a classroom full of um, young kids. Yeah, man, uh, it, it's a little tough. Um, you know, you you have a lot of students who aren't, aren't able to get on and, um, you know, they're sharing a cell phone device or uh. what have you. And it's, 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 you know, the ones that are able to log on, you only have a quarter of, of what you have to participate in. So it's tough. I mean, you take that all into consideration and you can't really hold anything against them. You just got to continue to provide the education. Right. You right. got a couple of troopers who are like consistent and, you know, they're thirsty to learn, but you know, there's, there's a lot of go- lot going on inside the households, people losing jobs and yeah. you don't know what their situation is. They're taking care of their siblings and, you know, so you, you, you take everything with a grain of salt and you just got to keep trying to provide. Yeah. You know, they're they're the going to have education and the content. They're going to have more distractions at home for sure. Cause I see yeah. it with, with, Oh yeah. All kinds. Yeah. My kids, you know, my son was, um, he was going to UCLA and when he's in UCLA mode, like when he's in school mode, he's really focused. But now that he's doing it from home because he moved out of his apartment because they're doing everything online until the end of the academic year. And he's like, man, I'm just so distracted. You know, and my daughter, who's an, a senior in high school, she's equally as distracted just being the two of them together in the same room at the same time or even just in the same house at the same time. It's hard for them to focus, you know. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, everything's different now and, you know, everyone's just trying to adjust. And, you know, I, I, I like survival first, you know, sanity second, you know, yeah. finances and then, you know, education. So it's just. It's one of those things that's it's a little tough, but yeah. got to keep, keep trying. So how's life with the band during everything that's happening? Are you guys still writing music and rehearsing and all of that? How are you guys doing that? Oh, it's, it's great, man. I don't have to see these guys at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny. It, this is actually the first time, like, I would say we... Um, whether Jared likes it or not, we pretty much all text every day. Yeah. Like I have not heard either of my bandmates voices in like, you know, over a month at this point. That's crazy. We have the exclusive on us um, talking to each other. (laughs) Uh, uh, You know, yeah, we haven't been rehearsing, you know, um, sort of you know I, I you know as everyone knows right like the show calendar is uh um, sure is uh is yeah. is non-existent as of now um we're waiting on a lot of tbds i guess um 
So yeah, we just you know we just text each other memes all day, and that's that's pretty much what it's like. <laughs> right <now>. So <laughs> it's safe to say you guys aren't writing music or any of that, huh? Well, we are. Yeah. Hard. Okay. So, um, we we have a ton of ideas between me, this is Frankie, and Jared and Ben. I mean, it, it's we have a ton of material, and so one of us comes up with an idea, we shoot it out their way, and you know, just developing stuff. But, you know, it's yet to really come together until we're able to get back into the same room. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But right now we have a lot of different ideas and uh, um, we're shooting them past each other. And it, it's fun. You know, uh, Ben and Jared, they're pretty amazing. Um, they're pretty talented and creative and, um, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> <laughs> I think you, you know you even saw it in the in the first or in the you know in the record that we just sort of put out. I think the writing process, in some ways, in its current state, like a lot of the a lot of the like melody and concept really comes from Frankie, and then uh, Jared and I kind of show up and like ruin all his plans and, and <laughs> all our so in, in kind of the current state, right? Like we'll kind of it's funny we get. Um, we, I can tell when Frankie's getting bored at home or, or his students like aren't bothering him enough because you'll get like a text on the group text like, hey, I just I just emailed you guys something, and, you know, and if you don't answer immediately, you're going to get a bunch of texts like, just get it, just get it. Because <laughs> he'll just, you know, he'll record, um, he'll record a melody line or something, you know, just on his on his phone or whatever, and then email it to Jared and I. Um, and so we can kind of, uh, we get to take this time, I guess, to do our sort of like free homework, right. And, and listen to the melody and go, okay, what, what are we trying to do here? What is this going to be? Where do we want to take this when we kind of get to get back in the room together and, and play gotcha. it for real? Gotcha. Um, so we're pre-planning is maybe what we'll call it, I guess. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, that sounds a little bit, bit better. So let's talk <laughs> about this new EP that you just mentioned because it, it's coming out at kind of a strange time, you know, obviously with everything <laughs> that's going on. It's got to be weird and frustrating trying to promote a new album when you can't go on the road and do shows with it, Right. Uh, let's talk about that because yeah. how how long ago did you start recording this CD? How long did it take and all that and that whole process? And then to end up having it finished, like what two weeks ago? You guys released it, or maybe a little over a week ago? Yeah, yeah, a little over a week ago. Frankie, do you kind of want to take the pre on this, and then I'll kind of take the promotion end of this? Oh boy. Well, so, there, so we have four songs on this EP, and um, you know, certain songs were written at different times. Um, but when did we go into the recording studio? I, I don't even remember that. It was. It was. Uh, we recorded this um, December twenty first. Okay. We oh wow. Because it okay. was literally like I did this session, and then like the next day we all came to my house for a Christmas party, right? That's right. That's right. Like, yeah, yeah, that's one yeah. thing about this lineup. We're just everything. We're fast, and and uh, you know we get we get it done. So yeah. Um, yeah. One of the songs on on the EP was uh, "Return of Mister Midnight," which was uh, kind of a part two to "Mister Midnight." "Mister Midnight" is a, a 
song by the Huntington Cads, uh, by, written by Chris Barfield, uh, Sinks, um, and the Cads. So he wrote it for my, one of my surf bands back in the 90s, and uh, we decided to uh, do something with it. Um, and then uh, Accelerator, right? Um, that was kind of like Ben's... Uh, uh, Ben's, uh, he went, he went to town on the drums with that one, kind of okay. defined the songs okay. with that. Yeah, I mean, um, I think usually what we get is sort of kind of like we said earlier, right? Like, you know, Mr. Midnight is sort of exists on its own in that it was sort of a thing that, that Frankie and Chris had put together, uh, many years ago, um, you know, when I was in junior high. Uh, but, um, just a little shade <laughs> for Frankie there, but, um, um, you know, the rest of it, it really, I think we sort of over the course of, of late 2019, I'll say, you know, Frankie kind of, uh, brought, uh, Jared and I, a couple of these like melodies and these ideas, you know, freak out, I think was the, maybe the first one. And we had sort of worked through them as a three piece, you know, kind of when you're in between gigs or on the road, right, and having right. to get together, kind of slowly working through them. And so as we sort of got into fall and winter uh, of 2019 and, and the prospect sort of came up and the opportunity to record this record came up, it was sort of a pretty easy decision to sort of go, okay, cool. Like we already kind of know what we want this to be. We know what we want Mr. Midnight on there. We know, you know, Freak Out is there. We know Seabreeze work. I think Accelerator was like the last one we maybe put together. Um, you know, it's really those building blocks of Frankie coming to Jared and I with a melody and, right. and Jared and I helping to sort of like flesh out the vision, right? Or like get 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 it on paper of like what, you know, what's best going to complement kind of like where the guitar is going with it. Right. And, and this record, this is the first one with you and Jared with Frankie, right? Yeah, yeah. So how different is it? That's right. How different is it? Like, uh, has the sound evolved over the the previous records? Does it have more of your guys's fingerprints on it now? Oh yeah, I, I think it definitely has the fingerprints of the the the, the modern lineup. It it still has the old volcanic still as well. Um, but again, I mean, everything's so quick and and. Um, you know, just fine tuned now, and yeah, we, we work yeah. pretty fast and well together. And that's yeah. one thing that I, I I really love about this lineup and uh, you know playing with these guys. So it's good. Yeah, you know, as a observer, I can see, and maybe you guys are just really good bullshit artists, but I can see a, a really <laughs> yeah. good synergy with you guys. Like, you know, I it, it like there's there's a really um, a really, you know, unified, not just sound, but your act and, and just the way that you guys work together, your dynamic, you know, when you guys play live. So uh, I can see it and I can feel it. So it's, it's exciting to hear that with this CD. And of course, I would expect that their fingerprints would be on the, this particular sound now, right? That That's, that's exciting to yeah. hear. Yeah, we're just looking up. You know what they say? Sorry to interrupt. Uh, If you look like you're having a blast, your show is going to be great. Oh, yeah, totally. Totally. No matter how bad you play. I'm going to tell you, man, (laughs) at the Hookie Lao 
you guys just fucking, I mean, you guys rocked it, man. You guys had an awesome, awesome show. And a lot of that was just the enthusiasm from you guys. Like you guys were, were hyped and, and, and you looked like you were really enjoying yourselves up there, especially Ben, man. Ben was freaking screaming at you guys and screaming at the crowd. And, uh, it, it was, That's every day, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it was awesome. It was awesome you know, to watch. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I want to talk about, and, and I know we're going to get to the marketing side of this CD and we'll, we'll get back to that with you, Ben, but I want to talk about that, uh, this, this, these changes with your lineup, because I've been told recently by Frankie that you guys lost Mr. Downtown. <laughs> Mr. Downtown. <laughs> Mr. Downtown. <laughs> I forgot about that. I think I'm the only guy who calls him that. <laughs> yeah, you are right. the guy who coined that. Yeah, I, you know, Yeah. I'm curious, like, I, you know, it sounds like everything's cool, right? You guys, everybody's still friends oh, and all that. absolutely. Uh, Mark's in a different place right now and yeah. he's busy with work. He, he has a lot of responsibility. Uh, um, he, he has a serious uh, relationship right now. And, you know, I love the guy. I, I've been playing music with him on a regular basis since the 90s. We had the same kindergarten class together. Wow. He lived right across the street. I still talk to him on a weekly basis. And he's doing well. You know, he's actually a nerd. They were models so. together. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I gotta send. I do gotta send Adrian that uh, uh, that picture of us. Oh yeah, I gotta see that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, he, it was just his time. I mean, he's 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 been uh, playing with you know different you know surf groups since the nineties uh, uh, with me, and just you know it was just time to move on. And you know the the band can be as casual as it is. The band can be demanding at times. You know sure. we're using our vacation, our weekends to practice. We got homework to do, songs to learn. We're recording, so it could be demanding. Even though we see it as a fun hobby and an outlet. So. Yeah, I get it. But yeah. you know it was just his his time to go, and uh, you know we miss him. So. And as Frankie said, right, Mark is, you know, Mark's a, Mark uh, is a nurse. So, I mean, right now, sure, like, sure. Oh, you know, yeah, Mark, yeah. He is on the front line right yeah. now. Like, he is in it, you know. So, like, and again, you know, it's just more, you know, can't say enough good things about him. And what he's doing right now is like, he really has kind of the I universe on yeah. him and his coworkers back right now. So, that's great to hear. I'm calling him. I'm calling him on a weekly basis to make sure if he needs anything, any masks or anything. Right. But yeah, he, he's on the front line right now. So. Right. I, I get it. That's awesome. I'm. I'm. I'm curious because when I heard that, naturally, I had a couple of questions. You know, they say that when you're in a band, it's like being in a relationship with four different people, and you know, when someone leaves the band, it's like leaving a relationship. I'm curious if you guys went through any kind of those, you know, stages of grief, you know, uh, and, and, and kind of figuring out like, Oh man, like, you know, what are we going to do now? And that kind of stuff. So there's that question, you know, if you went through like the denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance kind of thing. And then no the question, no question. <laughs> Um, again, I've been playing music with Mark since on a regular basis, uh, since the nineties. So yeah. yeah, you do feel a part of yourself missing 
And to be honest, you know, he brought a lot of the power. Sure, um, sure. Behind the behind the the, the band as a four piece, um, so it was it was it was definitely something to process after he left, you know, because it's part of your identity, um, you know, and playing music with him for so long, um, you know, and besides, we're best pals, so yeah, um, yeah. It, it was it was definitely a difficult thing to kind of process and, and get through. It was definitely a change. I think a really tough thing is the. Um, the performances because uh, sure. the stage feels a little empty. It feels a little bit less energetic. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it doesn't, it doesn't like, yeah. Like Frankie said, it doesn't have like the same amount of power behind it. Yeah. When you just take out one guitar, you know, but, but we, we like vibe off each other so much as a three piece that, yeah. 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 It's still really fun. And I've, I see that too. I've seen that with you guys when you played at Frogtown Brewery and you started that first set off as a three-piece and you guys were great. And, and and part of Mark leaving too makes me wonder what happens next. So, you know, when a, when a band member leaves, like what is the protocol or the process to remedy that? Do you guys hold auditions or do you, do you soldier on as a three-piece for now or do you have somebody else in mind that could maybe fill the slot? Um, you know, right now, we, we, our last show was in Morro Bay at the Siren, and it was pretty, We I felt like we were on running on all cylinders. We were three-piece, and and it was pretty fun, and we were dialed in. And, you know, the, to be honest, the band started out as a three-piece okay. uh, for the first four years of of our existence but um so it's definitely something of course without the fourth member you do feel a little bit you know it, it at times depending on the song if it's a vocal if it needs backups it, it 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 lacks here and there but you know to be honest i think we if we had to we can get away with playing as a three-piece especially how good jared and ben are yeah um, they, they yeah. really fill up the, the space a lot and, um, you know, so, so I don't know, there's, but, but again, you, you, you could use that extra set of power coming through Mark, you know, but that Mark provided, but, you know, we're just kind of like not really decided as of yet. Okay. You know, what, okay. What yeah, I think there's, do. I think there's a lot of, um, as we kind of started this conversation, there's a lot going on in the world right now. Um, sure. So yeah. We kind of like made it through the last couple sure. um, shows we did as a three piece. I think we have some really good um, folks that we work with and have worked with in the past that are sort of available yeah. to step up and help us out if we need it. Uh, but right now, you know, the focus has sort of been like, okay, you can't play anyway. We don't know when we're going to be able to play again. So, Let's exactly. focus on the record and focus yep. on making yep. it happen. And once we have a clearer, you know, let's not stress too much. We sort of, you know, we, we sort of have that, as Frankie said, we have that confidence of knowing, hey, if it came down to it and somebody called us tomorrow and said, you need to be on stage, like we could easily handle, handle it as a three-piece. Sure. So let's take the opportunity to really think about who is that fourth person, like, you know, um, you know, it's not an easy job being a volcanic, so... 
you really want to find the right, uh, right person right. To, to fill that fourth slot. So, right. you know, and they got to wear a sweater for shows. So right. you got to really talk to them. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. Fair enough. Yeah. And I, I, I do think that you guys are great as a three piece too. So not to take anything away from that, you know, I, I, I enjoy oh, thanks, you guys man. as a three piece as well. I think you guys are very talented as a three piece as well. And, and, you know, no diss to Mark at all, but it's not like you guys don't sound good without him. I think you guys still sound great. So now just like circling back to where we are with, everything that's happening in the world, right? And you've got this new EP. So maybe Ben could talk to us about what the challenges are of releasing this EP during what's happening right now. You know, how do you do that during a worldwide pandemic? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Ben, uh, good question. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's been interesting. I think, you know, we'll kind of just kind of started the, the beginning in a way of, of how this all came about, you know, we sort of, you know, we recorded this back in December. Um, you know, the big uh, plan for this uh, EP all of a, all along was that we really, really wanted it to be available on vinyl. Like it yeah. had to be on vinyl. And to do that now, right, there's so many, um, uh, you know, even before all of this, uh, there's uh, been so many, um, vinyl pressing plants that have gone out of, out of business over the last few years that at right. this point there's so few of them right. print vinyl you really got to turn this in early so we turned this in i think in like january or february or something uh, pretty early on right and turned it in and, and got word back from from vince and the high tide gang uh, that kind of said okay cool we're going to be able to make this happen by spring and kind of um serendipitously um we uh, got booked for uh, Tiki Caliente uh, in Palm Springs. So you nice. sort of have perfect opportunity to like, okay, great. Tiki Caliente, Palm Springs, big show, you know, headlining, cool, good slot. May 15th, we're going to release the record the weekend that it happens, right? Yeah, yeah. So we kind of start to build our assets and build our planning really centering around kind of like for lack of a non-cheesy buzzword, but right, this tent pole moment you're going to have at this, at this Tiki festival. And then, (laughs) you know, right. And then you hit March and like, you know, we're starting, you know, we get word back from the label, like, Hey, the record's ready. We got it on hand. It's cool. We're, We're good to go here. So we'll see you on May 15th. And then right about that time, what's happening with, with the virus and things like that sort of starts to become a reality. Right. And you really start to see things drop off the calendar. I think we even had a show that was supposed to happen like the weekend LA went on lockdown. And I think it was like a Monday. Yeah. Wow. It was, actually, it was a Sunday. And we were talking about, cool, we got to rehearse today. We're going to rehearse. We're going to, we got to get together because the show on Saturday. And like, as those conversations were happening, we got the push notification right that like LA is shutting down and then from there then i you know then you get the text from frankie like hey the show's not happening so in the middle of that now you're watching things start to drop off and eventually you get the news that says hey tiki caliente not happening may 15th you know pushing it back to a new date and that's where we're going so we sort of ride in that position and then uh you know it hits it hits about a month ago and we got a message from vince at high tide that was like hey you know like 
why don't we just put it out? Like, we'll put it out a month early. Like, let's do something cool. Like, I, you know, we, we had posted that video kind of announcing it, but that was kind of literally the spirit behind it. Like, let's just do something cool. Yeah. We're stuck at home. Everyone's bummed out. The news sucks. Like, we got this cool music just sitting there in a couple boxes in New Jersey right now. Let's just put it out there. Yeah. So from that moment, you then have to kind of rally, right? And go, okay, now uh, let's see how creative you really are, Volcanic. Like, how do you promote a record or how do you get the word out about your new record? And you literally can't even have the band members in a room together. Uh, That's crazy, man. um, It's a thought I never thought about. Yeah, we sort of switched switched to, you know, I, I got on the... I got on the line with Frankie and the label and, and it was like, okay, you know, let's work backwards from a date. So when is the pre-sale going to be available? So we're, you know, that's date one on the calendar. And then when is this going to become available? You know, when is vinyl going to ship to people's homes? And then when is it going to be available on digital? And once you sort of have those dates, you know, for me as the, I guess, marketing guru of volcanics which is a terrible thing to be but it is what it is right like (laughs) you can sort of work backwards from those dates and go okay cool we're going to record an announcement video that's going to go out on this date that's same day and date as the pre-sale and then we're gonna you know what what do we have on hand luckily we've been we've been lucky enough to have uh played some some amazing festivals and shows and big tours over the last two years right. and we've been lucky enough to have recorded a lot of footage so i have hours of footage of us nice. playing everything from the hoopy lap to viva las vegas to moro bay like we, i have all that show shows on tape so i'm like okay i can like build basically video assets out of stuff that i just have on hand and so that's where you see like the the, the video that went out kind of on day and date uh when the album came out right um you know, we got creative again, and, and, and if anybody follows us on um, uh, Instagram or Facebook, you saw this week, um, I don't know when this podcast will go live, but we posted sort of a, a live video of us playing Seabreeze, which is another uh, song off of the record where we literally each sat in our own homes and put cameras in front of us it's great. and recorded the song through a metronome. It's great, then, yeah me and I sliced it together like next week we have another quick video that's going to come out for uh, Mr. Midnight um, you know and, and it's just been it's really about getting creative and going you know again to use cheesy med- metaphors but going you know what are the what are the levers that I can pull to help get the word out right um, yeah, yeah you know Viva Las Vegas this year was canceled uh, so they, they did a live stream where a lot of bands uh, chimed in and did live performances. So, you know, I got in touch with the Viva Las Vegas people and said, hey, it's the band from the pool party last year. Like, can you put us in the live stream? Like, yeah, totally. So, you know, I went through years worth of footage of us and pulled together live versions of songs and put together, a, you know, a live set. We'll put that in quotes that happened on the on the Viva live stream, like. You just really have to, uh, I think, when things like this happen, 
you really there's no nobody could have prepared for for what's going on right now right sure, like, sure. uh and you are a little surf band from southern california uh and you're looking at giant companies like disney who are confused about how to how to market films in this you're like well what chance do i stand yeah, <laughs> in, yeah. in being able to pull this off but but you just got to be creative and you got to be, you got to be agile and, and be able to, to just think like, how can I get the word out and how do I connect with people? And how do I, you know, at the end of the day, like we play surf music, we put out a fun record and times are tough. So whatever, it's up for free on YouTube. It's on right, Spotify. Right. If you like vinyl, please order the vinyl, you know, <laughs> so Vince puts out our next record, you know, but like, just go get the music. Just listen to it. Yeah, Have fun. Yeah. Like, cool. Like, we're just trying to do positive stuff. Well, I'll say this. You guys are some of my favorite people. I love doing stuff with you guys, sitting down with a podcast or watching you at a show or just getting some hang time with a couple beers. And I will say this, that I will do whatever I can with the podcast and Inside the Desert Oasis Room to support you. So having said that, you're welcome to post anything that you like to the Inside the Desert Oasis Room group page on Facebook. And if you guys want to do some kind of live video, I'm happy to host that for you there or on Instagram. We could maybe do a, a watch party or anything like that. You know, we, we can we can talk oh, about this off, offline and we can figure something out. But um, I'm happy to help wherever I can. We appreciate it. Thank you. We appreciate it so much, man. Yeah, I mean, that's why, you know, we reached out. Yeah, you know, yeah. A, a week or two ago, and we're like, "Hey, if you want to talk, we're, you know, yeah, I, you, know, we, you know, we did an interview less than a year ago, but we're back." <laughs> hey, man, I'm always here for you guys. I'm always here for you guys. And to answer your question, so today is Friday for our listeners. I, I know people listen to this podcast at their leisure, so they may be listening to this on a Tuesday or a Wednesday or whatever. So I try to release my episodes on Aloha Friday or Tiki Tuesday. And today is Friday, right. and my goal is to get you guys released on Tuesday. So that's, what, three days away. Oh, right? cool. So um, if that answers your question, to the people that are listening right now, I know that those dates are kind of irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I'm going to do what yeah, I can I never, to help you guys out. So. want to date someone else's content, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I do have a couple questions, too, still about this, because... You know, with what's happening in the world today, right? We've we've got all this social distancing and quarantining and self isolation and all that kind of stuff. How do you think that that will change, like for live music, right? Going forward, after after they give us the green light and say we're all okay to go out there, how do you think that's going to change live music and music venues and all of that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh man, million dollar question. Isn't it crazy? Oh, it's it's yeah. something that we've never had to think about before, and I'm I'm curious now if it's going to, you know, if they're going to be putting up like, I don't know. I went to a restaurant the other day to pick up some to go food, and they had plexiglass where there never used to be. So when you walked up to the counter, they were all standing behind plexi, right? And right. yeah. I'm curious if, you know, something like that will happen. I don't know. It's just, we are all kind of, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a reality check, right? Yeah. We're going to stop and think before we just act. 
Yeah, um, so you know, I don't know. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to play devil's advocate like, and ask, ask like, like Frankie's always said, we're we're not Bon Jovi, so <laughs> we're probably not ever gonna be behind plexiglass. <laughs> maybe chicken wire. Maybe hey, chicken yeah. wire. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. By the way, I, I'm curious too. Speaking of plexiglass, I've seen live acts. Were the drummers behind plexiglass? What is the reasoning for that? Then it, um, yeah, yeah, they just don't want to. Talk our, about our last that. show, our last show at the Siren, then was actually behind plexiglass. plexiglass. Yeah, he he yep. bought it himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, if if uh, so, the the plexiglass locks the sound a little bit and oh, it makes okay. it easier in small venues okay. for the engineer to to mix it so for example when if you see videos online of us when we did the moral bay show that that frankie was referencing that venue is is not small but i guess that block in moral bay they have a they have a sound ordinance and so they can't break a certain number gotcha. of TVs. so by putting me in the cage they can uh, mix us Easier. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. It's very. Very Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I can't throw things at at Frank. <laughs> Adrian, it's a it's a level of nerdiness. How nerdy? Okay, all right. Is your sound guy. It, gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> your sound guy is extremely nerdy. There's going to be plexiglass involved somewhere. It's funny because now that you say that, now I I've noticed that I see that only in specific venues. So it's probably the sound guy oh, at yeah. that venue that's like, you know, wrap this wrap this plexi around the drummer. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 It's like uh it's like tr- it's like tracking a record where everybody's isolated, completely isolated and there's no bleed at all between instruments. I gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. You know. Do you guys like think the ultimate you guys think- pristine audio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think you get we will they'll be back to normalcy? Do you guys think? I have you thoughts about that. I don't that. think they'll ever be normal. <laughs> 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 I have I have thoughts about like how life is gonna be different after this thing is all over. I do too, man. Yeah, I, I, I think number one, I think there's gonna be a whole new level of germaphobe out there. I I've never considered myself a germaphobe. But I, I, I'll tell you, <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you, like, after this is all said and done, I'm going to probably be more keen about cleanliness, not just for myself, but for everywhere I go and eat and and then, you know, yeah. in crowded spaces, that too. And um, I think also, like, and I mentioned this to a few people, including my wife, that, you know, it's going to change our world in a few ways. I think, number one. I think insurance companies are salivating right now because they have a new product they can sell called pandemic coverage that in the event of you losing your job from a pandemic, your income is insured or protected, but you have to buy the policy uh, ahead of time and who knows how long you'll pay for that, right? So that's another product that I think that they can sell for that. And then I also think that this is going to force people and companies to embrace technology like they never had to or maybe resisted to before because there are employees that are working from home 100% right now 
that maybe yeah. realize that, hey, I don't have to go into the office to do my job. And that company knows it now, you know, so they're going to have to embrace technology or be left behind, you know. Um, yeah. And then there are other things that I think that are going to change, you know, that maybe I don't know about or don't don't see yet. But that's just some of the few off the top of my head. It's interesting, you know, you mentioned about companies sort of embracing technology and not, you know, uh, to use my own sort of household as an example. Um, I won't name names of companies, but I work for like a, a very tech Internet company. Right. So as I mentioned earlier in this, right, like I work from home all the time. Like my right, company right. exists via Slack and Google Hangout links. And that is my whole existence. Um, uh, my girlfriend who lives with me. Uh, works for a, a film studio and one of what I would consider one of the more old school film studios. And her job, you know, historically leading up to this has been very uh, nine to six. You sit in your desk in the building from the 1930s and you don't move. Right. And, you know, right. that is that is existence. But, you know, in over this month, we've had to her whole team has transitioned to working from home. So, you know, my biggest thing is, is as being an outsider to, to what she's doing is sort of like, you know, if you're an executive at this studio, how do you now turn around to your, to your employees, your managers and coordinators and assistants and say, well, you have to come into work every day, nine to six. Because exactly. Basically, world has just proved you don't have to. You don't to. have like, to. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, totally. And, and I can see big companies adjusting their lease agreements with their big corporate offices because if their employees can do their work and be more productive from their work from home environment, they could save millions of dollars every year on paying a lease on a big building, right? So commercial real estate brokers, they got to be shitting in their pants because, I mean, this is going to affect that industry, right? So, um, yeah, I think if I was a commercial real estate developer in Marina Del Rey right now, where Facebook and YouTube and, you know, Verizon and all these companies, all those buildings out there are all tech companies. Yeah. I think I'd be extremely nervous because my very large multi-million dollar building open floor plan space has just proven that it actually doesn't need to be there. Doesn't need to be there. Um, Yeah. You know, maybe we'll revert back and nothing will happen, but. Technically, we've just seen that all of those buildings are, are in a way irrelevant. Yeah, and, and you know, there's more too that we're not seeing just yet. That maybe in three months we'll start seeing things surface. That's like, oh wow, that's that's because a, re- a result of the quarantine. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, before we wrap, is there anything else you guys want to cover that we didn't talk about? Uh, I just wanted to let you know, Adrian, that. Um, on top of everything else, Ben also plays drums. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm actually, I'm actually a social media manager, and, and by chance I actually could kind of play the drums. So they were like, well, screw it. We'll just hire this guy, uh, and then we'll make him run our Instagram. So, yeah, we don't call him Master Ben for nothing. So. <laughs> So one last question for you guys. What are your plans after the quarantine has been lifted? 
Oh man, we're all gonna get so hammered at the Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let's give the Barkley a shout out. So, uh, Frankie, why don't you do that? They're open. Barclays open. Take out food, drink, take out to go, drinks, anything you want. Stop by the Barclay in South Pasadena. You know, hopefully practice and hopefully we'll remember our instruments. <laughs> yeah, I just want to jam. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see you guys perform again. Are you guys going to be performing at, at the Tiki Caliente in October? Oh yeah, hopefully. I know it got postponed. We were we were scheduled to play. That was going to be a record uh, release. We we're going to release the the EP there um, in May. But you know, hopefully happens. But again, everything's to be determined. So uh, we'll yeah, see. there's there's plenty of stuff um, in in the in the pipeline right now. Um, pun not intended. Man, that was bad. Um, there's a lot of stuff coming. <laughs> coming um, yeah, I bet surf pun for you there. Um, <laughs> you know, there, yeah, there was there was a lot of cool stuff and a lot of big stuff on the calendar before this all happened. Um, I think you know the general consensus that I think all of us here and, and probably everyone listening as well has heard is that it seems like most of these events are just kind of getting pushed out and will be rescheduled and they're still going to be happening um, as originally uh, uh, planned. Uh, so, so when when we have a better idea and and word back from promoters and stuff on, on what those new dates are and when it's going to be safe. Um, we're going to have a lot of some fun stuff. So awesome. On social yeah. media and we'll tell you all about and, it. And hope, <laughs> hopefully they don't find a, a better surf band. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Between now yeah. and then. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They start dodging our calls. They found some other boys in sweaters and they don't want us anymore. Damn it. <laughs> Well, throw your social media channels out there for our listeners and anybody that wants to pick up some merch or or find out dates later or just, you know, to follow you guys so that they can be aware of when you guys are doing shows and stuff again. Yeah, of course. We are on uh, Instagram. It is at The Volcanic. Uh, super easy. You'll see us on there. We're the ones in sweaters. Uh, and then for Facebook, uh, you can just search The Volcanics and you should see it come up. Or if you need the URL, I believe it's thevolcanic.surf um, is what will bring it up directly. Uh, if you want to uh, buy our brand new record that's super cool and is just going to make your quarantine the best quarantine ever, <laughs> uh, you can go to hightiderecordings.com and you can pick it up there um, along with a bunch of other super cool, awesome, uh, wonderful surf uh, lounge and exotica uh, colleagues of ours um, and say say hi to Vince and Meg for us and uh, yeah that's that's pretty much those are the places you're you going to go ben. very cool very Did cool I get it? I you it? got it you got it great very cool <laughs> <laughs> well hey guys thanks again for spending a little bit of my Friday with me and I appreciate it so much and again thank you we'll circle back offline let's let's do something together you know, we'll do maybe like a live show or something on the on the group page or whatever. And I'm also happy to help again, like I said, any way I can. Big party at my house once all this is over. You guys are all invited. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. All right. All right. Well, you guys have a great rest of the week, uh, whatever's left of it, because it's Friday night. And I look forward to seeing and hearing this new EP and um, I guess that's it. We'll chat again soon. Thank you, Adrian. Thank you so much. All right, guys. Cheers and aloha. 
Cheers. Aloha, okay. brother. Later. Thank you.